coming up on this episode of the Spiro Podcast. But the first thing is I want you to take the pressure of someone else off your shoulders because yep. these are your goals and they need to be written down based on the lifestyle and the way you want to personally live. Welcome to the Spiro Podcast, managing your real estate photography and videography business with your hosts, Todd Kivimaki and Craig Magwell. Hi, and welcome to the Spiro Podcast, managing your real estate photography and videography business. Spiro is a software platform designed to help you manage your day-to-day -day business and help you grow and scale your visual marketing company as well. I'm Craig Magram, host of the podcast, and glad to have him back this week, our co-host and uh, Spiro founder and owner, Todd Kivamaki. Welcome back, Todd. Craig, thank you. It's so good to be back. Uh, it was so great to see so many of you at the two conferences in Las Vegas uh, a week or two ago, and uh, it's just exciting to be back. I know you and Ryan had some fun while I was gone on the podcast, um, but great to be back with everybody. And y'all, you are like the compliments, like just it, it's so gracious of you, what we hear from you guys. We love hearing from you. Like it's honestly just, um, it, it's almost surreal. Like you guys... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's very well, um, very much appreciated. I guess I'll just yeah. say that. Right. But thank you so much for the kind words. Yeah, truly appreciated. Got some great emails that uh, Todd, you shared with me. And it's like, man, it's kind of humbling. You know, we're, we're just a couple of guys in Ohio. But uh, yeah, we're, we're that, thankful. That That's the word I was looking for, Craig, that I couldn't spit out. But very humbling, honestly. Like <laughs> I, I read these things and Y'all kind of get to know me. I'm kind of a sentimental person. Like I read these things and like I, I'm such a softy. Like I start to tear up. I'm like, oh my goodness. Like I don't know. I'm telling this to the world right now. I'm okay. I'm, right. I'm comfortable with it. Like I'm a softy. I am like honestly. Like you guys say it. I'm like that's it's very humbling. So thank you. Yeah. Good deal. Good deal. Well, lots to talk about this week. Um, you know, obviously yes. you've, you've been gone to a, a couple of conferences that that we want to talk about. But uh, man, it's like Thanksgiving is. Jeez, oh, Pete, Thanksgiving is this week. Where did, yes. wasn't November 1st just yesterday and we just started the year a week ago? It's crazy. I, I thought it was just July 1st, not long right. ago, like yesterday's. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you know, hopefully, hopefully you guys are going to take a little bit of time to carve out and, and just relax. There is something to being able to run really hard, but also be able to rest. This is just a time that um, you're going to have to rest before too long because your real estate photography business is probably going to come to a halt. We noticed that with our company that, you know, the realtors, there's there's a date and it's a little bit different each year, but uh, it's not always for Thanksgiving, but typically for Christmas, there's a date that's like, okay, everybody's done working. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, is our email still working? You know, like right. we haven't gotten an email or a phone call. Like, okay, realtors are on vacation. So uh, hopefully you can take some time uh, for yourself as well during these holidays. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, um, we mentioned conferences. That's where you've been the last couple of weeks here at the uh, rep conference and the PMRE conference in mm -hmm. uh, Las Vegas. And I'm sure those of us that were not able to make it, we'd, we'd love to hear a little bit about, uh, you know, what you heard, what you saw, what you experienced there. 
Yeah, I'd love to give you a quick recap. And uh, I started off at Eli Jones's conference, the rep conference, and this was just a fabulous time. It was at the Mirage Hotel, and we had an amazing list of presenters. And these are people in the industry. So it's, it's, they are one of us. We are all the same, you know, all real estate photographers. So, uh, you know, people like Anthony Whittington, Sophie and Tommy, Colleen and Tim, uh, Chris Powell did a great presentation, Brad Zemer. And then they had some panels with uh, Kevin, Mike, and Warren. These are some people that just started their real estate photography business and they're doing 18 to 25K a month. They've been going wow. for like three. Yeah, they've been going for like three to five months, Craig. It was insane. That's um, crazy. Some, some of them literally never sleep. I don't think Warren actually sleeps. He actually works <laughs> at the hospital in the, as an anesthesiologist assistant. He's in there assisting the anesthesiologist. And then he goes anywhere. He's crazy. He's like a machine. And he's such a nice individual. So it was, it was huh. inspiring to hear their stories. Um, but really cool stuff there. Um, and then, of course, um, they, we had another panel with Bethany, Chitty, and Kelvin. Uh, they were also scaling very quickly. So it's just neat to see what they're doing and how they're achieving this fast, fast growth. And I guess just if I could sum, sum it up, a lot of it is, is, comes back to a word being intentional. Hmm. Seemed like everyone up there was very intentional about what they are doing in their business. And this was full just business. You know, they're all kind of creative. Some of them were not creative, like Elvin. He was a professional chef. He'd work in the, in the, um, he was a chef for 30 some years, army wow. vet, chef for 30 some years. Now, I will fault him. He is a Michigan fan. So, Craig, that's uh, a, you know, I, I saw how sorry State. to hear that. <laughs> so, I was sorry. joking with him. He had, his, he had his Michigan shirt on. We just always have to joke with him, but he's like, <laughs> Dude, I don't even know what kind of camera. I, I just bought the camera that Eli recommended. And it's like, that was really inspiring because it's like sometimes us as creatives, and I can be creative too. So I, this is me with my hand raised. We get too focused on the creative aspect. Hmm. And you're running a business. The mechanism is you're taking real estate photos and video, mm -hmm. but you're running a business. And this was just a great recentering and and seeing that all of these individuals that are achieving this growth and scale are very intentional about what they do and strategically the business moves that they're making hmm. good deal. so that was a lot of fun yeah a lot of fun I, I i have to give my shout i gotta give a shout out to my good friend david gibbons david and i we spent a lot of time together at the conference david and i went to church together we were gonna go so this is just a funny story so sophie uh, it was like, hey, I have a friend here in Vegas, and she's going to let us know what church to go to. I was like, okay, great. Send it over to me. So she sends me the link, and I go to the link, and I'm becoming somewhat technologically um, – insert something, a, a negative word there, whatever you want to choose. <laughs> yes, I own a tech company, so this is not a right. good pitch for using speech. I was just thinking, <laughs> how do I respond to this, Todd? <laughs> yeah. Just put a bad word there. We'll, we'll all laugh at me for a second. So she sends it. She's like, hey, we're going to this campus. Well, I didn't see the address of that campus. So I scrolled down to the bottom of the page. I'm like, hey, people typically put their address at the bottom of the page. I grab the address. <laughs> I hop in the lift. We go pick up David. Dave and I are heading out. So we are heading out to this address. I'm like, okay, great. Service starts at 9. We were going to get there actually on time. I didn't have three kids to drag to church, so I was going to be on time. And we are going and going. And like Dave and I are just talking. I'm like, like, 
I'm pretty sure we're going to end up at the Hoover Dam pretty soon. Like we were just going and going. <laughs> well, I went to the wrong campus. And oh no! <laughs> yes, service started at ten there, so it was just funny. I'm like, Sophie, I don't think we're going to make it. She's like, No problem. And so uh, it was great to hang out with Dave. And the funny thing was, is Sophie's so sweet. She's like, Hey, you can come to lunch with us. And this time, she actually dropped a pin on a map. <laughs> 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 so I wouldn't screw up the address, but we were literally halfway across the world. So anyways, want to give a shout out. It was just, you know, we said this after the last conference last year, but the neat thing about it was these personal connections you will build. You know, people like Eon, everybody knows Eon online. He's got a great presence online. He lives in Vegas. Like it was so great to hang out with him and spend some time with him. So right. and insert a ton of names. Well, I've missed your name. I'm so sorry. I got to hang out with Cam. Cam came from Australia, hung out with Cam, oh, Chitty cool. and the boys. It was it was a great time. So um, if you did not make it, I would strongly suggest you look at those the first and second week in November and dates haven't quite been announced yet. Maybe they have check the conference websites, but it's worth going. It really is. Very cool. So tell us a little bit about PMRE. So you, you had a great time at, at uh, the rep conference. How did PMRE go? Yeah, PMRE was 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 great as well. So PMRE is a little bit of focus on some of the business and some of the creative, some of the architectural. They have some workshops prior to. So I know many of you went yeah. to those workshops and you enjoyed your time there, but some really cool presenters, um, some great things to learn um, all the way from creating to branding. Um, you know, Cody Boone, who's um, the Sirhant, um, his videographer, he's since transitioned on, but Ryan Sirhant um, was there speaking about how he did it. So some very, very high-end productions. Um, might not work in your area, but regardless, really need to see. Hmm. Um, so some great stuff there. And the cool thing was is now Brandon, who is the uh, organizer of PMRE, uh, he's been at the South Point for a while now. And the South Point is, is south of the Strip, hence the name South Point. Um, and I think he has been looking for a venue, a larger venue and just something on the strip. And he announced, so I can say this is not like insider information, but he announced they are going to be at the Palms Hotel and Casino next year. So cool. really great to see that really high end production there. Uh, they do a nice job. Brandon does a nice job putting it all together. Uh, Devin Pastorius actually shot the video that announced them being at the Palms. So if you want to see some really cool visuals between, uh, you know, Cody Boom, like I mentioned in the, um, the Devin Pastorius video announcing the palms just some just some great visual stuff for you to look at and to be inspired by yeah it, it, it's always nice to look at other people's work and just get a you know refresh ideas sometimes you can get stuck in a rut of doing the the same thing and you kind of lose that creative edge so yeah to be challenged by other creatives and see what they're doing to just yeah get inspired that's that's a great way, to, way of putting it todd uh very yeah. cool very cool all right so uh, awesome time in, in Vegas. And uh, those of you that were able to connect with Todd and, and Nick and the crew that, you know, thanks for stopping by the booth. Um, we just appreciate that. And uh, well, we're back at it. We're uh, wrapping up the, the year, Todd. And um, this is always the time of year you start thinking about 20, you know, the next year, in, in this case, 2024, mm -hmm. and, and uh, thinking about multiple areas of your life, you know, pers personal things, family things, um, spiritual things, um, and, and obviously business. So mm -hmm. as, as we start to wrap up 2023, how about, how about we dig in and start thinking, okay, how do I grow for the next year? Um, and I'm just going to let you kind of run with this. 
Yeah, I, I love that idea of growth because it's it's what it was probably the most asked question, uh, you know, on the panels and the days that I um, I sat there. It was it was about growth, and I I was asked a question. And I can't remember who asked it, but basically they asked kind of like if if what they wanted to achieve was seemed reasonable or good to me, and that kind of takes me to my first point today is what is reasonable and good to me should not have any effect on, on your goals. Um, and, and what's reasonable and good to someone else shouldn't either. Now you can be inspired by people, but remember, these are your goals, not my goals, not Craig's goals, not wow video tours goals or Spiro's goals. Those are all different. And those were thought about and created. And I might have taken some inspiration based on what other companies maybe could go to or where I wanted to grow the company or, or how hard I wanted to work. But the first thing is I want you to take the pressure of someone else off your shoulders because yep. these are your goals and they need to be written down based on the lifestyle and the way you want to personally live. So that's one thing that when I first started out, I, I had a hard time with, and I was working with a coach and he asked me what my goals were and not my girls. I almost said my girls. I just have one. I'm married. I have a daughter. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to clarify that. I don't have many right. girls. I'm married to one woman. I love her to death and I have one daughter. And <laughs> Sorry, uh... y'all. We just... Okay. We got to have fun. We got to be real. <laughs> we, ha yeah. we have to. But this, co this coach asked me what my goals were. And I just went like crazy off about these business things I wanted to achieve. Mm -hmm. And he finally stopped me <laughs> and he kind of educated me that my, my, I created my business to support my personal goals. The business is something that works for me. And Craig, I, I felt kind of, kind of selfish about that. I was like, whoa, wait a minute. Like I'm hmm. gonna, I'm gonna direct everything in my business just to make me happy. I mean, yeah, that was, that was tough for me. Yeah. It, it feels, yeah. If is selfish, the right word, it feels selfish, but yeah, but isn't that why mm -hmm. we all start a business? It's yeah. for the goal of <laughs> taking care of your family and meeting your needs. Yeah. Exactly. The same processing that I finally got around to, I just had to pay someone thousands of dollars to get this into my head. But then it started to make sense. I was like, wait a minute, I am doing this business. I started this business so that I could be happy and live the lifestyle that I wanted to with my wife, my family, and so on and so forth. So mm -hmm. that is something that I, I just want you to think about is, is you started this business. So you... Most of you were probably doing something else prior to this, okay? And you had this epiphany moment where you decided that you were no longer going to work for someone you didn't like, do tasks that didn't inspire you, wanted to make more money, just needed a purpose in life, wanted to help people, whatever the reasons are that you started your business. You did that for yourself, and, and it's okay to have selfish goals. Let that sink in for a minute. Because that sounds counterintuitive. We're, we're taught not to be selfish. 
but you have to take care of yourself and you got to take care of the people that you love. I want to rewind real quick, Todd. You made a comment right at the beginning of introducing this first point of comparing your goals or basing your goals on what other people's goals are. And immediately the phrase keeping up with the Joneses popped into my head. You don't hear that phrase a whole lot anymore, but it's it's the whole whole idea of you're setting your goals and, and aspirations and accumulation of things based on what your next door neighbor is doing. And when you, when you approach um, anything in life with that kind of mindset, your business, personal accumulation, whatever, you're never going to be satisfied because somebody else is always going to have more than you do. So yeah, the, the fact that don't set your goals based on what somebody else's goals are, you can use it for inspiration, like you said, but do it for you. And when you see those things materialize, there is there is satisfaction, there is contentment, there is thankfulness. And not based on, hey, I didn't get X goal that my next door neighbor is doing with their business. Don't keep up with the Joneses is what we're saying. Well said, Craig. There's there's so much pressure in that. And it just leads to empty living. Yeah. Yep. You just will not be happy because you're going to get there and you'll be like, well, wait a minute. My neighbor's got a new car. They just move to a bigger house or, you know, all of the pressures that this world puts on us. Right. Th- this is tough for me, everyone. I, 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 if it's tough for you, don't feel bad. Like this is tough for me to think about these things. It's tough for me to verbalize what I want. Um, I want to give you a couple of categories though, to think about yeah. where you want to put your goals. So you should think about them maybe in five different spheres. Uh, the first one are personal goals. Okay, so personally for you, that's selfish for you. That's just you. Okay, so, you know, what what makes you happy? What inspires you? What do you like doing? And sometimes you have to put on the cap of like being 10 years older, 20 years older. And that's somewhat hard to do in today. But think about those things and just spend time with it. You don't have to get these perfect. But I would suggest that you start on a blank piece of paper and just write and keep journals of, of what this is. After your personal goals, uh, go to your family goals. Now, if you don't have a family, that could be, do you want to have a family? Because if you do want to have a family, family takes time and family is going to want your time. Yep. Yeah, I feel that a lot. It was 10 days in Vegas. Like I, my boys got braces while I was gone. Like there was big events that were happening. You know, the fish tank for some reason, I have a 120 gallon fish tank, saltwater fish tank in my basement. It decided to leak after nine years. My wife has to deal with it. Oh no! Yeah. So like, so like, I feel that like your family needs your time. So if you're going to have a family, you need to make sure that you're not trying to grow a hundred million dollar business and need to work 80 hours a week for the rest of your life. So that's the second category sphere of third is spiritual. What spiritual goals do you have? Um, these probably aren't any, in any particular order. If they would, if I put them in order, the spiritual, I would put first. But, mm-hmm. you know, what type of spiritual goals do you have? And, 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 you know, how does that align with your other goals? Right. And then the, the, the fourth sphere, the think about what your goals are, are financial goals. So cost of living is different. All of us want different things. It's okay to want things. It's okay to have things. 
Mm-hmm. I don't think Craig or I are saying that. Like you, right. you can want and you can have things and nice things. That's okay, but you should define what those are and then understand the the not the repercussions. That might not be the that might be too heavy of a word, but understand <laughs> the responsibility that comes with that. You know, if you want the newest car, cars are expensive. They're sixty to a hundred grand. Uh, you know, you just have, you have to pay the payment. You know, <laughs> I know that's, that's not a very intelligent, that's a very simple thing, but all of that comes with, with your financial goals. And then fifth and lastly are your business goals. I think you think about them last um, and you can have business goals or things that you want to achieve for the business. Like maybe you want to uh, hire employees so that you can give them some of the freedom that you didn't have at your last job. Uh, maybe you want uh, to give your employees a, a higher pay, you know, higher pay ranges so that they can live a different life. Maybe it's more time off. Maybe you want to empower more people overseas and build a community and empower people through their editing, you know, for your photography services. So you can have business goals and I would define those. Good stuff. Um you know, it's interesting. We're we're a business focused podcast, and I love how you said business last. Yeah, because those other things all build to that. And I just I thought about when you when you talked about family, I'm I'm just kind of color commentary here, Todd, just reflecting what you shared. You said if you don't have a family, you know, um, no, if you do have a family, now is not the time to be putting in 80 hours a week all the time because you need to give your family time. And man, boy, did that hit home with me because of a time in my life when I was managing a radio station and I was putting in not 80, but about 70 hours a week. And it was, mm-hmm. I, I'm just telling you, those of you that are listening that are, are dedicated to your work, there's nothing wrong with being dedicated to your work. There, there's too many people that don't take their work seriously enough. But to those that are workaholics like me sometimes, um, and, and you just, you pour yourself into your work, especially as a business owner don't sideline your family. That that was the worst time of my family life um, for my marriage, for my time with my oldest. Um, That's when I had the most challenges with him and, and in my relationship with my wife, just full, full transparency. Um, Gail and I have, have never shied away from sharing that with, with anybody and the things that I've learned during that time. So yeah, set up your business goals to support you being able to spend time with your family because that's your, that and spiritual in our our ranking of things is are, are the most important things in life. Your business should support your family in your spiritual goals. So yeah. I just wanted to kind of reinforce that. Yeah, Craig, that that hit me in a podcast I listened to actually just a couple of weeks ago, and I was actually flying out to the conferences. And it's um, a podcast that it was the first episode that I listened to. I downloaded it, so I had it on the plane. It's called A Better Life with Brandon Turner is the name of the podcast. And I listened to number 29, a guest named Dan Martell. And I, I, I haven't heard of either of these people, but I will follow these individuals now. But Dan talked about family and he's a family man. And the thing is, is I think sometimes I do this is when I'm going very hard and I'm in a phase of just running. And just like you mentioned, Craig, at the at the radio station, you know, those 60, 70, 80 hour weeks in my mind, when I do those weeks and I'm in one of those phases right now, when I do those weeks, I justify it by saying, I'm just going to work hard for my family. 
Hmm. Yep. And, and it feels better. <clears throat> but the thing that Dan said is he said, just remember that your family didn't ask for it. Ouch. My wife has actually said that to me because yeah. I've said several times, you know, I'm working hard to provide better. She's like, have I ever complained about where we are currently? I'm yeah. like, oh. but as men, yeah. we're generally speaking, we're wired to work hard and to provide for those that we're, we love and are responsible for. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Oh, dang, Todd. That just brought yeah, that I'm all t- up. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I tell you, like, I literally, it felt like I got punched in the chest on the plane. Like mm-hmm. I'm literally sitting there just running the weeks back, like, mm-hmm. and like, honestly, like emotional about it because it, like, it was something that I wanted. My wife doesn't care. My kids don't care what we have and what we don't have. They just wanted me home. Mm. Yeah. So that is, y'all, that's worth a listen. Again, uh, it's called A Better Life with Brandon Turner. Listen to episode number 29. There were so many more good nuggets inside of it, but that, but, you know, just keep that. I hope this gives you some perspective. Maybe Craig and I are going a little heavy on this, but just from experience, we've both been through it. And Mm -hmm. if we can prevent you from going through it, and, you know, if you're in your 20s right now and running hard, or if you're in any age of your life running hard, this is just something to think about. Yeah, Todd, you know, you just you just said, yeah, our kids don't care about the stuff. They just want time with us. And I just literally last night reread a, a verse um, from uh, the book of Proverbs um, that has mm-hmm. been kind of a life verse for me. Um, it's, it's actually three verses real quick. If you don't mind, if I share this, uh, Proverbs chapter 30, uh, starting in verse seven says, Oh God, I beg two favors from you. Let me have them before I die. First, help me to never tell a lie. Integrity is important to us. We don't want to live a life. We want to live a life of truthfulness with others. Um, first, help me to never tell a lie. Second, and the, here's the key part. And this is going to be unusual, uh, advice for those of us that are in business. Second, give me neither poverty nor riches. Now, the capitalist in us, <laughs> in this free market economy is going, whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah, we want riches. Mm-hmm. Second, give me neither poverty nor riches. Give me just enough to satisfy my needs. For if I grow rich, I may deny you and say, who is the Lord? And if I'm too poor, I may steal and thus insult God's holy name. Now, you might not be... You know, there, there's all sorts of people listening to this podcast. You might not have a faith or a religion, and we're not trying to shove this down, but the concept applies. Mm-hmm. Our families just want our time, the, the time with us. They value the time with us. So, yes, we want to work hard and build a successful business, but we have to ask the question, at what cost and how much is enough? Even if God is not, God doesn't have a place in your life, the, the question remains, is it enough? Can we be content with where we're at? Now you might not be, you might be struggling financially. I've been there. I worked, I worked in Christian ministry. I I struggled financially (laughs) and I did want more. And God has provided me a job and and work where I can, I'm not getting rich doing what I'm doing, but I enjoy the work I do. And I'm not working 70, 80 hours a week now. And I have time with my family and I am content. 
So that's what we want for you in talking about goals and how to achieve achieve them. Think through what is your actual goal. So Todd, let's let's we we've dug really philosophical here and yeah. gone deep spiritually. Yeah, we have. Let's let's get to some practical steps then. How do we approach setting these goals and achieving them? How do, how do we break this down? Yeah, so once you've thought of those five spheres, you know, your personal, your family, your spiritual, financial, and then business goals. Um, get those written down. And if you have a, you know, if you have a significant other, if you're married or dating someone or whatever it is, I would, I would consult with them too, because they're, mm. they're your, yeah. you know, they, they're important in this equation. Right. And then from there, uh, we have a, we have a saying that we use at wow, that um, kind of drove Derek crazy, but we use it, I think because it drove him crazy, but also because it's true. Uh, you're going to have these goals and they they could be really big goals. And, they can be overwhelming. It's like, I'm a single shooter now. In three years, I'd like to grow to have a team of five and do a million in revenue. You know, like, whoa, oh, okay, how do you do that? Like, I got to work 80 hours use, a week. <laughs> yeah, and then you just, <laughs> exactly. So I always use the expression, how do you do, how do you eat a whale? Mm-hmm. Well, you eat a whale one bite at a time. <laughs> really big thing to eat. How do you take care of it? You just do it one step at a time. Yep. You're yep. never going to be able to say, well, I'm a single shooter now. I am making 20K a year and I'm working another full-time job. I want to grow to have five photographers and make a million dollars in revenue a year. Like there is not one step to get there. <laughs> Trust me, I wish yeah. there was. Right. <laughs> I have tried. I've tried it. It it doesn't work. So what I have found helpful is you have to begin to break that apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, an analogy a coach used with me is if you you are setting up dominoes and when you create your goals, you've put a domino way down the line. So visually in your head, think a year, three years, five years down the road. You put a domino up. Okay. And you have a domino at today. If you tip today's domino over, is it going to knock the domino way down the road over? No, right? It's not. So what you have to do is you have to begin to set dominoes up from the goal backwards Hmm. so that you can begin to take small steps. And that's the eating the whale one bite at a time. So dominoes backwards. Gary Keller, I, I, I love this book. Gary Keller is the owner and the founder of Keller Williams. And he has a book called The One Thing. And I would strongly suggest that you read it. He is an incredible businessman. And the way that he has laid out this book, it was super enjoyable for me to read. I'm typically not a huge reader. I like to listen. I'm typically not a huge reader. This one was enjoyable to me. Hmm. And I suggest that you read it. But he talks about basically what is the one thing and that you can do today to move your business furthest along to reach your goal. And if you're not doing that one thing, it might be because of a couple other reasons. Maybe you have other things that just have to be done. Uh, Maybe uh, if you want to grow your real estate business, you know, you really need to be working on client acquisition. 
but you have photo shoots to do, or you have images to QC, or you have emails to respond to. So those do need done. The photo shoots need done. The QC needs done. The emails need responded to, but you have to set apart some time in your day to work on that one big thing that's going to move your business along. So if you only ever do photo shoots, edit and QC and respond to emails, you'll keep your clients happy and you might grow a few because you'll get some referrals. But if your goal is to grow more than that, you've got to focus on those items that are going to help you grow. It might be client acquisition. It might not be client acquisition for some of you. Some of you might just need systems. Some of you might just need to hire someone, maybe a VA. Maybe you need to hire your first admin, or maybe you need some bookkeeping. It's different for everyone. But if you don't spend the time working on that one thing, you're never gonna get moving ahead to achieve your goals. So Todd, I'm, I'm thinking through right now, like one of my, I, I have a health goal right now that I'm, I'm challenged by and, and struggling with. Um, it, one of the things that my doctor said to me is Craig, you've got to get some cardio going. Well, I, <laughs> I hate running Todd. I, I hate running. <laughs> so do I. The, I mean, even the Bible says the wicked run and no one's chasing them. You know, <laughs> it's just, <laughs> um, but I, I, I know I need to get my, my aerobic capacity up. And so it's, it's that massive goal of, okay, maybe, you know, maybe I need to run a 5k. Well, I can't go out and run a 5k right now. There's just no way. But what I can do is take that first step of getting, swinging my legs over the edge of that bed at 5am, set the alarm. Mm -hmm. And I'm just, that's the first step. Get my legs over the bed at 5am, put on the, the insulated sweatshirt and the, the hat. Cause it's getting cold here in Northwest Ohio <laughs> and go outside yes. When I have the time, because during the day, the time is non-existent, and take a 16-minute, one-mile walk mm -hmm. and start there. I, I can do a mile, right? Mm -hmm. You get that mile done. You do that for a week. The next, the, you know, the next week, add a half mile to that. It's one day at a time of just incremental goals going a little bit longer, a little bit, you know, farther. It's not all done in one one big swoop like we're talking about. So for me, my practical example is is cardio, is getting out walking. And and maybe it's, hey, I'm going to jog from here to this next mailbox and start to move a little bit faster. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then end if you're getting shorter breath. You know, in your business, maybe you, you're going to jog a little bit distance and maybe you're going to take on a few extra clients that you don't normally do, or you're going to start to look for somebody to help you. You're going to jog a little mm -hmm. bit. Okay. Slow down then. Catch your breath. Regather keep trudging along. Todd, what, what's the practical, what, what's the practicality for you? What's it look like in a personal example for you? Yeah, Craig, no, that's, that's perfect. That's exactly the, the thinking that we need to have. Um, just the tools, a practical example of how you could do this in your business now. And um, this is something that I've done is whatever your goal is. So for Craig, it was, you know, that he needs to get some cardio in. So whatever it may be for you, maybe you want to get 10 more clients. Okay, so you have to ask yourself, what do I need to do to get those 10 more clients? What actions need to take place? Okay, well, to get 10 more clients, I need to make sure that I am actively outreaching to clients who have not used my services. Okay, great. Write that down. I need to do active outreach. Okay, what is, is that on the phone? Oh, yes. Okay, I need to actively call 
people. Maybe I'm going to call new listings on Zillow that do not have professional photos that uh, are not my clients. So I'm going to call them. Okay, great. Will that get you 10 clients? No, I, I think I need a little bit more. Okay, what else do you need to do to get 10 clients uh, that is not going to be achieved by that active outreach? Well, I really need to start making it to some of the, the board events. Okay, great. So we need to make it to some board events. No problem. It, will that help you achieve your goal of 10 new clients? Yes, I think those two activities will help me achieve my goal. Okay, great. So the first one of those activities, let's remember, was that we need to do active outreach. Okay, let's break that apart now. How many times do you need to do active outreach? Well, I believe I probably need to do two blocks a week. I really don't like to do active outreach. I don't want to do five days a week. Uh, okay, I think it's best for my business that three days a week I spend one hour calling. Okay, great. Then work backwards. How many weeks do you need to do that for? Well, I, I probably need to do that for a month. Okay, so starting now on your calendar or next week, whenever you're going to start, add three time blocks to your calendar mm -hmm. each week for one month. So you have just added 12 time blocks on your calendar. Take the, uh, you know, take the appropriate duration that you need. That might be 30 minutes. It might be 60 minutes. You decide they're your goals. So now what you have done is you've practically added 12 to do's on your calendar that will get you one month of calling three days a week. That's going to take you towards your goal of getting to, uh, 10 new clients. Okay. The second part portion that we talked about was we thought we needed to attend a few board events. Okay, great. When are those board events? Okay, well, the board does a Tuesday mixer uh, that I can go to, and then it has its annual meeting or monthly meeting, whatever it is. Look at your calendar and put those down. Okay, great. We've added two events over the next month. Will that help? Will that be enough? No, that won't be enough. Okay, well, let's pick one more event. Okay, when is it? It's the fifth, it's the 15th of next month. Okay, put it down on your calendar. It's the Christmas party. So now what you have done is you have added 12 call blocks and you've added three times that you're going to go to these board events to mingle and network with your client. And you have just laid those dominoes backwards. How cool is that? You have just set up all those dominoes. It happens to be 15 dominoes in our case to get to what we think is going to be 10 new clients. And you might say, Todd, how do you know I needed 15 events to get to 10 clients? Well, this is just an example. You might be under, you might be over, but use your best guess of what you think is, is possible. Then what, all you have to do. Yeah. Can, go, can sorry, I jump Greg. in? What you're describing yeah. just from my sales background, what you're describing is what a lot of us call the sales funnel to get mm -hmm. one new customer. How many phone calls? I worked in inside sales for a couple of years. How many phone calls do you need to make to get one new customer or one new order? And you can, you practice this over time and figure out your ratios. You know, in this case, it's, mm -hmm. yeah, how many board events do I need to, to, to do attend? How many phone calls do I need to make? How many coffee appointments do I need to make? And what does that result in? You know, for the month of November, I had seven coffee appointments. I ended up with two new clients. S write that down as a, as a ratio. Mm -hmm. So you start to be able to track your numbers so that you can set these up to hit your goals. Yeah, it's, it's the sales funnel. Sorry, I had to jump in there. 
No, that's that's per, that's so great, Craig. Once you know your ratio, if you just want to get a hundred new clients, you know what activities it will take to get right. to a hundred new clients. That's the coolest thing about it. Yep. Uh, my 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 last tip, and this is something that's going to happen, is life is going to get in your way. So it will come <laughs> next next Tuesday. You have a call block at nine a.m. and you want to call for an hour, and something is going to blow up at nine a.m. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it it does. It's life. It just is always going to happen. So what you need to do is you have an appointment on your calendar. You need to move that appointment to another time in the future. Mm-hmm. Just don't let don't skip by it because you didn't do that activity. That activity needs to be done. If you take a domino out of a lineup, it might tip over. But if you take too many dominoes out, think of a line of dominoes. If you take two dominoes out, you probably have a break in the chain and you're not going to hit your goal. Mm -hmm. So please do not, if you don't do the activity, do not let it live on your calendar. You have to move it in the future so you actually get it done. These are things that I literally do all day, every day. When I want to get something done, I put it on a time block on my calendar and it has some flexibility. If it doesn't have flexibility, that's when I invite someone. So if someone's on that invite, I see that I need to be there at 10 a.m. because I have a call. But some of these things, I know I have flexibility. And if I have flexibility, I will move it to a later date and time if I just can't get it done because something blew up right now. Right. And I will say a lot of this, you might be listening to this or watching this going, oh, this sounds like so much work. And like, I'm not looking forward to this. Check your motivation and what it is you're doing. Mm -hmm. If you don't love what you're doing, this is going to be a chore. But if you love what you're doing, setting the, you know, figuring out these ratios and, and setting these activities to help you meet your goal, it, it won't be, it won't really be that onerous, odorous, onerous, mm-hmm. onerous. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, d- yeah. To do. Um, mm-hmm. So if, if you're starting to, to dread a little bit, oh, I don't know that I want to do this. It's okay. Find something that you're passionate about, but these, mm-hmm. th- these, this approach will work. You just have to find what's your motivation, what what inspires you, what what are you passionate about. We we love the work that we do in real estate visual marketing. So for us, this this isn't. I, I've I've sold food safety products in the past, Todd, and you're describing exactly what we had to do in that role. And I did not. I was not passionate about it. It was a drudge. To, it was drudgery to do this. In this role, I love doing it. I love making the phone calls to current clients and prospective clients, doing networking, meeting for coffee, and I actually get a little bit energized by it. So find your passion to be able to do these steps to hit your goals and it, it'll be easy. Yeah, yeah. And and that is uh, great advice. If you need a mentor, find a mentor. Sometimes you have the passion. You just need a little bit of the mechanism. Maybe you just need to know what to say. Go find someone who's in sales. They'll tell you, they'll help you with a script. And remember, if you don't like the word selling, you're just serving them and helping them. So don't be afraid to ask for help either. Yep, exactly. Good stuff, Todd, as we're getting towards the end of the year here and, and thinking about goals for, for the next year. Um, some practical stuff. If, if somebody has a question, um, they, you, don't, you don't mind if they email you, do you? 
No, not at all. You can reach me at hello at Spiro.media. And, uh, you know, I will get those emails. Also, if you want to sign up for the software, didn't mention that today. We had some exciting things to get to, but we do build <laughs> real estate media software. It helped us scale to shooting 12,000 jobs a year, 24 photographers in the field. It manages everything for us. And it's really kind of the ace in a pocket of why we were able to scale with these systems. Uh, one system that will do everything. You can find out more at Spiro.media. Sign up for free and uh, try it out and see if it works for your business. There you go. There you go. All right. So again, you can drop us an email. Hello at Spiro.media. If you have a business question that you'd like to see this podcast address, you know, whether it's us talking about it or inviting a guest on that, that has some real good expertise and things to share, let us know. Uh, again, hello at Spiro.media. We'd love to uh, tackle those questions that you might have. And uh, feel free always to leave a comment if you're watching on the YouTube channel. Um, you know, it, it any, anything you can do to share this or, or like it, we appreciate it. It just helps it get to more uh, more people in our industry of, of real estate photography and, and videography. So be sure to like and, uh, and share as well. And we do appreciate that. We just want to say thank you for that. We don't take it that for granted. So, Todd, it's a week of Thanksgiving. I'm, uh, I'm thankful for those that are watching and listening and, and uh, just the interaction we had and the opportunity to invest in them. Agreed, Craig. A year ago when you and I were discussing doing a podcast, it was your idea. Uh, I, I don't know that I ever imagined that the response would be like it is. So just very humbled and thankful for all of you out there that have, that are making, uh, you know, that have had made it happen for us. So thank you. Absolutely. All right. Well, we're going to say happy Thanksgiving you, to those of you here in the U U.S. that are celebrating. Our, our Canadian brethren and, and sistren have already celebrated their Thanksgiving, but uh, we, we're thankful for you. Mm -hmm. Have a, a thankful week. Take time to be sure to, to be thankful for the things in your life. And make sure you take a breath. Have a great week. Thank you for joining us for the Spiro Podcast, Managing Your Real Estate Photography and Videography Business. This is a production of Spiro and WOW Video Tours. You can find out more about Spiro's real estate media business management software at our website, spiro.media.